welcome to Sacred Silence. In today's episode, we will explore paradoxes and deep dive into a particular paradox found in the Book of Mormon. A paradox is something that goes against common sense and traditional wisdom. Here is a paradox that many businesses struggle with. Sometimes more is less. In other words, sometimes when customers are presented with less choices, the more likely they are going to make a purchase. Allow me to illustrate. I remember a time when I stood in the toothbrush aisle in a supermarket for about 20 minutes, wondering which toothbrush I should buy. I was analyzing and debating the attributes and benefits of various toothbrushes. People might have wondered what I was doing in the toothbrush aisle for so long. In the end, I did not buy a toothbrush because I concluded that my dentist is competent and experienced in making this decision for me. Choosing a toothbrush should be an easy task. Alas, too many choices to choose from complicated the choice. It is a choice paradox. Many behavioral economists researched and presented contradicting views on this topic. Here is another paradox. Regular exercise will make you feel less tired in the long run and you will have more energy. You need to spend energy regularly to feel energetic. It is absolutely true, but also absolutely against common sense. Let's look into paradoxes in the Gospel of Jesus Christ. You might be very familiar with the paradoxes such as, He that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Narrow is the path that leads to eternal life. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Paradoxes can be found in every subject and every walk of life. The keys to recognize them and use them in day-to-day life are our benefit. Hi, I am Vijay Patha. I have created this podcast to provide a meditative space for those that struggle with anxiety and depression. This podcast is centered around mindful practices, evidence-based scientific research, and the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints. I struggle with the impacts of anxiety and depression myself, and I find hope when I mindfully connect to the perspective that comes from the doctrines and the principles of the Gospel of Jesus Christ and the scientific research that is available. In this podcast, you and I will use various meditation techniques to enhance our everyday conversion that comes from hearing the still small voice. Since this is a meditation podcast, at times we will close our eyes to focus. So do not listen to this podcast while driving or operating heavy machinery. And always discontinue if feeling lightheaded. Welcome back. This episode is about simple paradoxes in life. As we have discussed previously, a paradox is something that goes against common sense. When I feel depressed, I feel something is inherently wrong with me, and I find myself looking for evidences. To numb myself from those feelings, I watch TV for hours at a time. We all have one or more coping mechanisms, some drink, some smoke, 
However, the gospel of Jesus Christ offers a paradoxical coping mechanism. One such coping mechanism can be found in the Book of Mormon. For the natural man, he is an enemy to God and has been from the fall of Adam and will be forever and ever unless he yields to the enticings of the Holy Ghost. This scripture is found in Mosiah chapter 3 verse 19. But what is so paradoxical about this verse? The condition to yield to the enticings of the Holy Ghost is paradoxical. The traditional approach to life is about taking control or being the master of of our destiny. I train myself to watch TV to fight depression, while the Lord teaches us a counter-intuitive approach, which is to yield, more specifically, yielding to the enticings of the Holy Ghost. Instead of watching TV to fight depression, I need to yield to Holy Ghost. Listen to Elder Neelia Maxwell speaking on the subject of yielding oneself. We tend to think of consecration only as yielding up when divinely directed our material possessions. But ultimate consecration is the yielding up of oneself to God. Heart, soul, and mind were the encompassing words of Christ in describing the first commandment, which is constantly, not periodically, operative. If kept, then our performances will, in turn, be fully consecrated for the lasting welfare of our souls. Sometimes the concept of yielding to God seems daunting or abstractive to practice in day-to-day life. So let me share a story that helps me visualize this concept. It's called Gorge of Lou. At the Gorge of Lou, the great waterfall plunges for hundreds of meters, its spray visible for miles. In the churning waters below, no living creature can be seen. One day, a Chinese teacher was standing at a distance from the pool's edge. When he saw an old man being tossed about in the turbulent water, he called to his disciples and together they ran to rescue this victim. By the time they reached the water, the old man had come out of the water and onto the bank and was walking along singing to himself. The teacher hurried up to him. You would have to be a ghost to survive that, he said. But you seem to be a man. What secret power do you have? Nothing special, the old man replied. I began to learn while young and grew up practicing it. Now I am certain of success. I go down with the water and come up with the water. I follow with it and forget myself. I survive because I don't struggle against the water's superior power. That's all. Let me liken this story to our episode on paradoxes. The churning waters in the story can be likened to life. 
an unstoppable and magnificent force. We with our puny hands cannot control the force of this churning water. Whether we like it or not, we are in this churning water every day beaten down by anxiety, depression, sickness, stress, and other emotional, physical, and mental burdens. Hard truth is that churning waters of life is not going to stop or change the course for us. But like the old man, we can go down with the water and come up with the water. We can follow it and forget ourselves. We can survive because we don't struggle against the life's superior power. In other words, you learn to yield and be submissive to Holy Ghost. Yielding takes away extreme elements of control and expectations. To yield is to go down with the water and come up with the water without judging your thoughts you just observe. Without fusing with your thoughts, you will let them pass through you and you'll learn to accept without expectations and falling prey to a mind-numbing coping mechanism that will block the influence of Holy Ghost in our lives. Let's practice yielding for a moment. Close your eyes now. Realize this moment is what makes you alive and free. Take a deep breath. Open mouth. Breathe out. Take a deep breath. Open mouth. Breathe out. One more time. Take a deep breath. Open mouth. Breathe out. Bring awareness to your breathing. Yielding can only happen in the present, in this moment. Yielding doesn't happen in the past or in the future. Your breath improves your awareness of the present. So simply notice your breath. See where you feel your breath most strongly. It may be at the nostrils, at the chest, or in the belly. Allow yourself to feel the sensation of each inhalation and exhalation. Now silently begin to say to yourself, in as you breathe in and out as you breathe out. So you will think in with each inhale and out with each exhale. I will assist you with three breaths. In, out, in, out, in, out. Now go ahead and give yourself a try. Follow the breath. This is called breath focus. Notice as you breathe, a variety of thoughts and feelings come and go. The goal is to avoid fusing with thoughts. Keep breathing and focus on breath. Let the thoughts and feelings come and go as they please. In your mind's eye, 
see your thoughts and feelings as red and blue cars that are passing on a highway. You're observing them, but you're not fusing with them. Now bring back your focus to your breath. In. Out. In. Out. In. And out. Now gently open your eyes. Seeking Holy Ghost during our depression will be the hardest thing to do. But as Aristotle said, it is during our darkest moments that we must focus to see the light. When depressed, we don't have to fight with unproductive coping mechanisms. Rather than fighting, yield to the enticings of the Holy Ghost is the ultimate consecration. In today's podcast, we have learned a mindful technique called breath focus. This technique can be used multiple times a day to check in with yourself. Identify if you're fusing with red or blue cars. Finding a quiet place to breathe and not fuse with secondary effect of depression or anxiety is the next best thing to do. Thank you for listening. I hope you're walking away with improved mindfulness to listen to the still small voice. Please feel free to share it with your friends and family or to those that are in need of a meditative space. And I hope to see you in the next episode.